And now, live, it's the Marv Cutler Show! Here's a guy that's a New England Patriots fan. Definitely happy about Kyrie Irving going to the Boston Celtics and can sell water to a well. Marv Cutler! Wow. I may be happy about Kyrie, but I'm not happy about the way it was done. But we'll talk about that in a little bit, okay? Sounds good. Okay. Uh, but um, last month, I um, I was in Scottsdale, Arizona, and I, I I reviewed some really, really, really fine restaurants, a couple of really fine restaurants. And I want to mention the um, first one um, was the Cowboy Chow. Now, when I say Chow, that's the Italian word, C-I-A-O, Cowboy Chow, not the other Chow. It's a modern American cuisine, um, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful restaurant. It's in old Scottsdale, and I'll tell you, this: the food there is is very interesting. They have uh, things on their menu that I've never, ever seen before, and uh, I'm going to go over a couple of them. The Stetson Chop, their salad, is a, I can't describe all the items that were on the cellar, but everything is, is served in a row until the server comes over and mixes it with the with the uh with the dressing. It's a it's a fabulous salad. It's the most interesting salad I've ever had and it even has um smoked salmon in it and uh, a lot of different vegetables and absolutely wonderful. It, it, it's especially the Stetson chopped because uh, they're on Stetson Drive and um in old um Scottsdale. Now, for an appetizer, I had the mini mushroom pan fry. Now, you can also get the exotic mushroom pan fry as a main course. And uh, this is a, an amazing, amazing uh, a mushroom um, uh, appetizer. It has cremini, button, oyster, CP, lobster, black trumpet, shiitake, morel, yellowfoot, and an ancho cream over double cooked polenta. And all topped with grilled portobellini, mushrooms, and avocados, Roma tomatoes, and cotija cheese. It's been a sta- staple of this in 19, since 1997. Absolutely wonderful mu- mushroom dish. And for a main course, I had the pastrami-style short rib, which is a half-pound plus, seven-day brine smoked and served with sautéed Brussels sprouts, shallots, Yukon Dijon mashed, and drizzled with pink Peppercorn maple gastric, pastrami style short rib. Unbelievable restaurant, fabulous service. I can't say enough about this place. And and um, if you like desserts like I do, well then the Blondie bombshell is is amazing. It's a it's a it's a white brownie, white ice cream, well pistachio ice cream, white pistachio ice cream, and has um. Uh, white chocolate sauce on it. It's a fabulous, fabulous dessert. Blondie bombshell at the Cowboy Chow in Old Scottsdale, Arizona. Now, when I want really good Italian food, I I usually try to travel back to, back home to the Boston area uh, for great Italian food. But I have found the most unbelievable Italian restaurant I've ever I've ever uh, been to, probably. This great restaurant, Veneto Trattoria, in the Hilton Village in Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, very, very fabulous Italian restaurant. It's owned by Susan and Roberto Rossi. Uh, uh, Roberto is a native of Treviso, Veneto, Italy, and he's the general manager and the active owner. And uh, the food there is unbelievable. Let me tell you about their two signature dishes. And uh, one is the, the bacala mantecato Venetian style cod. Oh, they say in they say in the native country molto bene. And um, now this is very interesting. The main course I had was something I never expected to get in an Italian restaurant. From what I understand, though, in Venice, this is a, a, a Venetian dish, and uh, it's. I, it's hard for me to believe. And it's called Fagato alla Veneziana. It's calf's liver with golden onions. Oh, man, I'll tell you. 
the the food there is unbelievable. I just can't say enough about this this restaurant. For an Italian restaurant, and not in Boston, is absolutely amazing. The uh, the uh, dessert, the semifredo al pistachio, semi frozen meringue infused with roasted pistachio and drizzled with a vanilla sauce. Oh, this is un unbelievable. And of course, you know, for appetizer, I had um, uh, beside the bacala mantecato, I had the pasta fagioli. Uh, which is, uh, you know, a, a, a traditional Venetian beans and pasta soup, similar in the vegetable broth, and unbelievable. I also had um, a little bit of um, uh, fettuccine al sugo di Antira, which is homemade fettuccine, and it's, it's homemade fettuccine there, and it's served with um, braised duck ragu sauce. Oh, wonderful, wonderful um uh, restaurant. The, the food there is simply unbelievable. And like I said, I can't say enough of this place. If you want to have a, a little fun and have a, some some good food and see a fun show, you've got to go to the, uh, the Mystery Mansion, which is at Oregano's restaurant. And uh, they're doing um, a murder at the vampire's wedding. And um, it's a Fangazzi. Frank Avenia for the wedding of Nellie Mae Noodling and Count Vlad von Frankenstein. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun show. The food is actually good for this type of show. So um, it's really um, a fun place to go. The Mystery Mansion at Oregano's Restaurant. So, Pete, do we have um, Dina on the phone? Not yet. We don't. Okay. So while we're waiting for Dina, let me tell you about Passion Sellers. Passion Cellars is, um, um, is a great winery, and they have um, um, uh, they're, they're a subsidiary of Salvatore Vineyards, which is a greater winery, and they have a wine tasting room in, in old um, Scottsdale. Uh, they also have the Passion Cellars uh, uh, wine tasting in Sedona, which I did uh, last year, and had some wonderful wines there um, from um, from Passion Cellars. The uh, uh, the 2015 Lanev, it's a white wine. It's excellent. Uh, the Malvasia Bianca, it's, it's, it's a nice white wine. And uh, the Day Tripper, uh, which is a Gamache and Cabernet, which is very good. And, uh, of course, the Nebbiolo, which is a red. It's one of the silver medal. It's excellent. And I, and uh, from the Salvatore Vineyards, uh, the 2015 Viognier, and then the Circa, which means seeking, um it's uh, Anglianico, Syrah, Merlot. Uh, they have three three wine tasting rooms: one in Scottsdale, one in Jerome, and one in Wilcox. I said Sedona before, but I meant to say Jerome. It was when I was in um, in Sedona. So Salvatore Vineyards, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful wines, and uh, one of my favorite wineries in in the whole country because I love uh, Salvatore Vineyards. I love their wine. Oh, we got her on. Hello, Dina. Hey, how's it going? Real good, Dina. Thank you. Uh, well, it's, it's going fairly good. We had some, you know, tragedy here in Las Vegas last night, and uh, my heart goes out to all the people that that have been lost and hurt. And uh, but other than that, things are going good. Yeah, I can't even believe that news. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. Well. Anyway, uh, Dina is the owner. And uh, the genius behind outrageous olive oils and vinegars. And when I say genius, uh, uh, Dina really knows olive oils. And uh, she taught me a few things that I didn't even know. And um, taught me about some of the chemical elements of um, olive oil that probably a lot of people don't realize. And all, you know, olive oils in uh, this time of year are from, from the South. Is that correct? Uh, yes, this time of the year, uh, Southern Hemisphere started harvesting around May. So those are the freshest uh, ex-virgin olive oils you'll be able to get your hands on, is anything from that Southern Hemisphere, which is typically uh, South Africa, Australia, Uruguay, Chile. That's very interesting. I, you know, I didn't realize, uh, you know, I'm, a, I'm strictly an Italian and, and Greek olive oil guy, and... Uh, 
I, I never realized that Chile and Uruguay and uh, Australia had 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 uh, olive oils. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, the olive is a fruit, and so therefore, olive oil um, you could consider a fruit juice. So just like all the uh, fruit juice bars that are popping up all over the country, you know, they cold press them right there and hand it to you, and you enjoy the benefits, all the health benefits. So uh, olive oil is very similar. So you're going to want something that is extremely fresh. And so uh, one thing that we do to ensure that is we rotate our supply between the two hemispheres. So as you mentioned, right now with Southern Hemisphere, they started harvesting in May. And uh, if you fast forward six months, um, not quite six months now, but uh, usually around November, December, that's when your Northern Hemisphere will start to harvest. So that's where you're going to get your beautiful oils from. Italy, Greece, Spain, Portugal, California. So that's one thing that, that kind of separates us from other stores is we're really unique about uh, using that dual hemisphere approach. Right. And um, there's a, a lot of um, uh, numbers that you were telling me about the, uh, the, the chemical uh, part of the olive oil that's really interesting to know. And can we, could you go over that with me? Absolutely. Um, that's another thing that we do at our store that I feel really separates us from any um, any other store, um, and that is that we require our farmers to submit a sample at the time of crush, and uh, that sample has to be submitted in, uh, to a world-renowned independent lab that is known for having the highest amount of accuracy. And the chemistry analysis is then looked at by by our supplier, which I, I need to mention, is Veronica Foods. Veronica Foods has been in business since 1924. They're kind of the leaders in the industry. So that's who supplies the oil for my store. So they require this chemistry analysis to take place. And they're going to test for things like uh, free fatty acid levels, oleic acid levels, uh, polyphenol counts, uh, peroxide values. And all of that chemistry is very important because um, there's so much fraud in this industry that the only way that you can detect a really high-quality product is by putting it through a chemistry analysis such as, as what we require of our farmers. So, for example, let's just kind of talk about some of the chemistry in the oil. Um, free fatty acid, for example. All the other players in the industry, like International Olive Oil Council, USDA, um, they uh, expect their free fatty acid level in an olive oil to be uh, greater than or equal to, excuse me, less than or equal to a 0.8. Well, at Veronica Foods, we believe it should be less than or equal to a 0.3, and I don't have one oil in my store right now that is greater than a um, 1.5. And so, um, sorry, a 0.15. Getting all confused here. I'm trying to drive home. Um, And... The, uh, the reason why you want really low free fatty acid level, for example, is because that is going to give you a really high smoke point. So some of the oils in the grocery store that may have something uh, very high, uh, that's the reason why you can't cook with that olive oil. And that's the reason why people think that you can't cook with olive oil. So uh, that just happens to be one of the chemistry parameters. Another is uh, oleic acid. Um, there's so many medical studies that show that oleic acid aggressively attacks cancer cells. So you're going to want to consume an olive oil that's got a really high oleic acid content. So those are just a couple of the things that we test for. Um, another would be polyphenols. That's not even required to be tested amongst any other olive oil um, company. We require it because that's your antioxidant level. So we have a, a pretty big following of customers that, you know, for health reasons, maybe they're dealing with cancer themselves or somebody they know, and they understand the importance of taking two tablespoons a day of a really high-quality extra virgin olive oil. So if you've got one with really high polyphenol count, why not take that every day? You know, all those health benefits are so amazing. And we don't ever make any medical claims. I just tell everybody, just Google it. You'll find page after page of, of research that's been done. So that's what you're referring to, is the chemistry analysis that we require our farmers to submit a sample so we can see that analysis. And if it doesn't match up with what we call 
the ultra premium standard, which is a designation in the olive oil industry, then we won't carry it. And that ultra premium standard right now is currently the highest standard in the world. Oh, that's great. Uh, you know, also, um, those great olive oils you have, and I'm, I'm really enjoying the olive oils I got from you, um, but your balsamic vinegar, that Benissimo, is yes. unbelievable. Yeah, it's amazing. Don't, don't let me get started on that. That That is an unbelievable balsamic vinegar. Well, let me tell you, our balsamics are, are made for us in Bodena, Italy, which is where balsamics come from. And they're so amazing that I've had people come to the store and say, you know, we just came back from Italy and, and the balsamic there is sold in a three-ounce bottle. It's wax sealed. It's numbered. Um, and it's about $150. And they taste mine. And they are just blown away, and they just cannot believe that it's such a close second that um, that is our number one seller in the entire store. It's our traditional aged balsamic, aged up to 18 years, and priced only at $18, so it's a smoking deal. And what you're referring to is the Denisimo Balsamico, and that is a limited reserve, and that particular balsamic has been aged even longer than our 18-year balsamic, um, and is absolutely amazing and and still just such a great deal price only at twenty eight dollars for a three hundred and seventy five milliliter bottle. <laughs> that olive oil is so incredible. I want to pour it in the wine glass and drink it. <laughs> uh, that's, well, that's how great it is. There's incredible benefits for consuming balsamic vinegar too. You hear people taking a shot of apple cider vinegar. Well same same thing. You know this the balsamic vinegars are natural probiotics, they help with digestion, they control inflammation in the body. And so it's, when they taste as good as they do, it's very easy to take a shot of this vinegar every day. And we've got over, I think now, we're up to about 38 different flavors of infused balsamics, both white balsamics and dark balsamics. But I can't help but just love just the traditional balsamic, which is why it's the number one seller. That's great. You, you know, your shop is so great. You get so many, so many wonderful uh, olive oils, and you can walk around uh, tasting them in your shop. They're absolutely unbelievable. You can taste the uh, balsamic vinegar. It, it's incredible, and uh, you, you have a beautiful shop, and you're so knowledgeable. And uh, my my listeners, if they if they're in Scottsdale, they can come in and learn a lot from you about um, olive oils and, and and vinegars. And for those of you who can't get to Scottsdale, um, you can you can call uh, Dana and she'll ship to you, or you can go to her, her website. If you want to call her, you can call her at four eight zero nine four six eighteen eighty eight. That was a good year. Four eight zero nine four six eighteen eighty eight. Do you have a website? I do. It's uh, outrageousoliveoil.com. dot com. So that's just okay. again www dot outrageousoliveoil dot com. And uh, yeah, please feel free to to call me at the store and, and mention the radio um, station here. I'm happy to offer a 10% off, which will help cover some of that shipping. Um, but, yeah, we ship all over the United States. And uh, if you're in Scottsdale, come visit us. We've got a tasting room, and we uh, we love to make it an experience. Yeah, wonderful. Outrageous olive oils um, in Old Town, um, Scottsdale. Uh, it's, it's, it's a place. It's, it's a whole experience. You you don't want to miss it. You can spend hours in there just looking at the beautiful uh, olive oil, the tasting them. It's amazing, and, and, and Dina is so knowledgeable, and um, it's such a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks for being on with us, Dina, and um, I hope okay. to see you again Thanks soon. Me. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for having me on. Thanks, Dina. Have a great day. Okay. Here's... Um, Lester Young, the Prez, with Oscar Peterson and Bunny Berrigan, great standard. I can't get started.
mentioned before that the Benito restaurant is um, celebrating its 20th anniversary this month. So it's, um, it's a great time to be there. After 20 years, they've been doing a great job. While you're in Scottsdale, uh, check out the Western Spirit Museum, Scottsdale's Museum of the West. It's an affiliate of the Smithsonian, and they're having a great exhibit right now through September of next year, and it's the... Um, the Renard Strickland Collection of Western Film History. And if you like Western film, like I do, uh, the, the history of Western films is wonderful, plus all the other uh, Old West uh, memorabilia. Um, and some of the movies included in the uh, exhibition is uh, Stagecoach, the 1939 John Ford film that made John Wayne a star, and The Nook of the North, considered the first documentary film made, and The Searches, it's thought that more has been written about this film than any other. So... Uh, if you want to learn a lot, lot about um, Western film history or just um, um, in general uh, memorabilia of the Old West, check out the Western Spirit Museum in Scottsdale, Arizona. Another interesting place to go while you're in Scottsdale is the um, is the Desert Bell. It's, um, it's a nice little boat cruise um, on the... Um, on the Sagara uh, Lake, uh, which is a man-made lake between two mountains. Very interesting. You never see a lake between two mountains. It's a wonderful trip. Never seen that at all. That's pretty amazing. I'm sorry? That's pretty amazing. I've never seen that at yeah, all. Yeah, you got mountains, you got lake, you got everything there. It's uh, unbelievable. So, um, check that out, the, uh, the Desert Bell, if you're going to Scott Steel. Let me tell you about um, um, Aztec's hat company. A young lady named Heather who runs this um, hat company is, a, is doing a, has a great shop there, a great assortment of hats. And if you're listening to my show a lot, you know that I'm a hat guy and uh, I get hundreds of hats and every place I go, I, I like to acquire a hat and check out the hat shop. Well, as A-Z-T-E-X, Aztec's hat company on in, in old Scott Steel. Uh, talk to Heather. Check out the beautiful hats there if you're in Scottsdale. And um, if you, you can go to the website if you want a hat shipped to you, aztexhats.com. That's A-Z-T-E-X-H-A-T-S, aztexhats.com. If you like Irish things, uh, Molly's Celtic Cottage, Celtic and Irish Gifts, Package Food. They have uh, two uh, locations on um, in Old Scottsdale on Fifth Avenue and on Greeley Street in Prescott, Arizona. Uh, Nancy Morell is the owner, and she what a nice lady. And um, I get this wonderful, uh, you got to see this, uh, Pete, uh, this Blackthorn walking stick. Okay. It, it's, it's an amazing walking stick. It, it comes from Ireland, and um, it, it's just a beautiful stick. You know, besides hats, I'm, I collect uh, walking sticks, too, so I get hats on walking sticks, so. Uh, I feel like the uh, the dark holiday of uh, of the day. You know? <laughs> so you want to check out Molly's Celtic College? Go to Molly's Touch of Island dot com. M U L L Y S Touch of Island, all one word. dot com. Now, I want to mention uh, a nice book that I recently uh, checked out. It's called Meridian uh, Massage. Opening Pathways to Vitality is written by Cindy Black. If you're if you're a, a lay person or you're into massage uh, therapy, then this is the the book for you. It, um, it's uh, the Meridian Pathways of the Human Bodies were mapped out by gifted hills in China thousands of years ago. So, so if you're working with key that flows through these pathways, they were able to heal illness. So uh, you learn how to do this Meridian massage, which is the acupuncture locations, and Cindy Black who uh, 
who wrote this book. She's a um, licensed acupuncturist and licensed massage therapist, and um, and um, and she has 20 years experience as a teacher and hands-on practitioner. So check out this book. It's a, it's a wonderful book. It's called Meridian Massage. Check it out in your local bookstore, or you can um, check out Meridian Massage. I don't know if it's in the bookstore, but you can go online to Meridian Massage and uh, and, and check it out. Uh, Cindy Black. And this is a terrific book. Was that the Vision Expo? I'm not going to talk, you know, too much about the eyeglasses, but I want to I want to mention um, uh, some of the, a couple of products that I saw there. And one is uh, by a company called the Eye Doctor. Special they specialize in eyelid hygiene, and uh, and they have clinically proven treatment for dry eye disease, which I have MGD, uh, which is blepharitis. And uh, eyeless cysts, grittiness, irritation, sore eyes, and they have a, a wonderful uh, product. Uh, it's a moist heat eye compress, and it comes in um, in different uh, types. Uh, you can check them out. The eye doctor uses thermal regulating fabric, which absorbs stores and releases optimum heat to provide a more effective treatment. So, check out um, the eye doctor and their um, their their um, Website is t h e dash b o d y dash doctor dot com the dash body dash doctor dot com and it's um, it's uh, manufactured it's the eye doctor but it's manufactured by the body doctor check them out it's a wonderful wonderful uh, product for your eyes if you have some of those eye uh, problems. Uh, I also want to mention that if you're in the uh, business or you like to display your, your sunglasses like I do, it's, uh, see, hey, Pete, I got a problem here. I got between the hats and the sunglasses, uh huh, the walking sticks, I don't know. <laughs> so you got a walking stick, you got uh, eye problems and hat problems. Hmm. <laughs> you don't got any eating problems, that's for sure. God, you, you, you are always talking about food. Make me hungry. Right, right. I gotta get my protein shake. That's that's not gonna fill me up after listening to all this talk about good food. That's what I should be drinking, though. You know. Anyway, let me um, uh, tell you about uh, T and Low, a gentleman I met from Northgate uh, Enterprise Company, and he may, and he sells um, uh, displays and products for display for eyeglasses. So if you're in the business, you want to you want a really nice um, uh, product displays for your glasses. Uh, check out. Um, Northgate Enterprise Company at NorthgateCases.com. NorthgateCases.com. Okay. So, I'm going to play a little music, and then we're going to talk about some sports. How's that? Sounds good to me. I'm ready. I'm ready to roll. Let's do it. I mean, you're, always, you're always ready to roll. But here's, but i got to play this because I want to I want to play this for Joy. Um, and here's uh, Johnny Hartman and Unforgettable. Unforgettable That's what you are Unforgettable Of love that clings to me How the thought Of you does things to me Never before Has someone been more Unforgettable And That's why, darling, it's incredible 
Johnny Hartman, the late, great Johnny Hartman, my friend, and unforgettable. So, a couple of things I wanted to talk about last time, but we didn't get a chance. I wanted to mention um, um, some of the nonsense and the greed of um, ESPN. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, the nonsense uh, about Robert Lee, um, because of his name being taken off that game in Virginia, and, um, they didn't want to offend somebody, but the guy was Asian, so. Right, that's that's unbelievable, isn't it? <laughs> Basically, they offended Asians, too. Good job, ESPN. Absolutely. Way to go. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then, you know, I'm talking about the greed. You know, there was one game that I came home for. I, I wasn't able to watch a Red Sox game. And um, um, it was, uh, you know, they replay it later on in the evening. Congrats, by and, the uh, way. Yeah, I know you're a Red Sox fan, so congrats. They Clinched the uh, AL East and the Rays did nothing, as always, you again. So yeah. You so much. But anyway, um, you know, I, I, I wanted to watch the game later at night when they replayed it. And um, in the in the 90-minute broadcast, it was supposed to be two-hour broadcast, but in the 90-minute broadcast, um, I think they had maybe 14 minutes of baseball. Um, That's what um, it seems like, honestly, with sports these days. I mean, you watch football. I think I watched more commercials yesterday. I actually watched Red Zone, which is basically a smattering of all kinds of games, and they show it when the teams are in the Red Zone. It's so much better than watching just one game because you have to watch 4,000 commercials before you get to the action. And then once you get to the action, you're so tired from the commercials, you're ready to fall asleep instead of watch football. It's ridiculous. I'll get to that, but what I want to say is the... uh, um they played like the first inning, and then they went to commercial, and then they said, um, um, time constraints, we have to move along in the game. And they had one batter, then they went back to commercials, and they said, and then they said, due to time constraints, we have to move along in the game. They went to another batter, then they went back to commercial. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's, that's really, I mean, that's really the worst of the worst. That's really greedy, you know. <laughs> But you know, talking about the red zone, I have a pro- I wasn't going to mention this, but I have a problem. I I just got um some one of those satellite dishes, and I was told that all the all the games, um, I would be able to see all the games on Sunday, and and for some reason in Las Vegas. The network affiliates do not show Patriots games. Even when the Patriots game is the number one game of the of the of that network that week, they show a lesser game in, in Vegas. So we never get to see any Vegas. So now I'm, I got this this satellite dish, and I'm supposed to get all these games, and I don't get the Patriots game yesterday. So I call them up and they say, "Well, we don't we don't have Patriots games in Las Vegas." How do you like that one? Well, that would seem like it's typical because you know you have the Raiders moving in there eventually, and you know the Raiders hate the Patriots because they still think they got screwed uh, by that call. Right. Which what's well, basically catapulted the Patriots to win the Super Bowl after that, and John Gruden made his exit and went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win a Super Bowl the next year. Right. But anyway, that's uh, so I, I have to go to the, to a casino, uh, to a sports book to watch a, a Patriots game. And you know, and, they, and then when the game started at ten o'clock in the morning, that's a little bit really fun. 
No, you don't. I, I, I get. I got a way for you here. You got a cell phone. You got a smartphone. I don't have a smartphone. I have a dumb phone. Yeah, dumb phone. Okay. Well, if you got a dumb phone, smartphone out there, what you do is you got to download an app called Mobdro. It's legal. Download. What is it? It's Mobdro. Mobdro, like mob. Mobdro. And then you uh -huh. get then you get yourself a Chromecast and you hook it up to the TV, and you basically mirror your. Uh, you know, you know, you know. I don't use a computer. I don't use. Uh, I don't use. Uh, I don't use any apps. I'm really not into any of that stuff. Everything I do is in my head, so I, I, you know, I don't, I don't have any apps on my phone. You can't, you got, you can't be scared of technology, Marv. You got to embrace it, my friend. I'm not scared of it. I don't like it. It's not a matter of being scared. I don't like it. <laughs> okay. You know, talking about talking about technology, I, I, I was selling something on Craigslist. Where do you hear this? I okay. was selling something on Craigslist, and um, and we negotiated the price. I got a text. We negotiated the price, and the person said to me. Um, we'll send you a cashier's check, and um, and you take out your money and the rest give to the mover. Okay? So I get the cashier's check in the mail a couple of days later, and I recognize the, the credit union was here in Las Vegas. So I recognized the cashier's check. I recognized the, the credit union. I went to the credit union, and I, I gave them the check, and they said, Where'd you get this? They said somebody sent it to me to buy something off of Craigslist, and uh, and I, they said, "Well, this is a counterfeit check." <laughs> <laughs> that's right? Cra that's Craigslist for you, but you know, funny story. <laughs> if, I, if I deposited that check, right? I've been in all kinds of trouble. It's a good thing I knew where this credit union was. Yep, that's good. I I've actually found roommates off of Craigslist though, so it's kind of been good to me. But I've have I've heard those stories too. Anyway, um, uh, the Red Sox have won the uh, won the division, but um, I'm not holding up. You know, you know, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a, I don't think of losing, but I'm not holding up much hope for the Red Sox because, first of all, everybody raves about this such a great pitcher, Chris Sale. So he gets a lot of strikeouts, you know, but but he's not a great pitcher. I mean, look at his last five or six games. Look how many runs he's given up. Chris, Chris Sale to me is, you know, send him back to the White Sox. Really? He's one of the best pitchers in the American League. I don't believe that. I don't look at his record. Look at his look at his his last five or six games. Well, yeah, he had a bad. He had a he had a great start to the season, and then something happened. And I think what happened is the same thing that happened to David Price. You can't over pitch those guys. If you pitch those guys two to two hundred and twenty five innings. Every year, it's like giving a running back 300 carries every year. Eventually, he's going to wear down, and that's exactly what's happened, I think, to Chris Sale in the second half Chris of the year. Chris Sale throws 110 pitches in five and a half innings. Well, that's because I mean, he's trying he, to find his control. He's his own worst enemy. He throws too many pitches. That's it. He's trying to strike out everybody. Yeah, well, anyways, getting back to uh, Kyrie Irving now. I'm, I'm I'm not happy with that trade. Well, I would say this, okay? On the only on the Marv Cutler show, Marv Cutler was the one that predicted Kyrie Irving to go to the Boston Celtics. I remember this. He wanted. Yeah, I predicted that, but I didn't say he, he would. He would go for 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 Jay Crowder and Isaiah Thomas. I didn't say that. I actually think it's a good move, man. I really do. I mean, Isaiah Thomas, to me, he's never going to be the same player because he's got hip problems. Name an NBA player or an athlete in general that's come back from a hip problem. His name is Bo Jackson. He wasn't the same. So I think it's a risk by Cleveland. Jay Crowder, yeah, he's a nice player. He's good. He's complimentary. But you guys got those complimentary players. You needed a Crowder superstar. Jay Crowder, to me, is the heart and soul, was the heart and soul of the Celtics. Okay. Well, you got to give up something in order to get something. You're getting a superstar. Give up, give up, give up a bad player like Al Horford. You're not going to give that up. You know why? Because everybody out there knows he's a bad player and he has a bad contract. Come on, Marv. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, and, 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 and Isaiah Thomas came back to play the day after his sister died. Yes, that was that he definitely was unbelievable, has a heart of a lion, and he had a great year last year, but I'm still worried about his injury. I don't think he's going to be ready for the season, Marv. I'll, I'll put some wings on it. You come down to Florida to get some wings, you have to buy me some because I don't think he'll be ready for the start of the season. I really don't.
Well, he's not, oh, Isaiah, he's not going to be ready till January. They already said that. There you go. Anyway, um, the Patriots, another bad move they made. They traded uh, uh, Jacoby Brissett. I, th- I think he's going to be a great one. Um, and if they traded him, they should have at least got somebody on defense because I was telling all my friends around town here that um, during preseason that the Patriots are doomed. Um, and everybody said, no, don't listen. No, don't worry about it. It's only preseason. Preseason, nothing. Look at all the points they gave up in preseason. And they're still doing it because you know why? They don't have a defense. It's amazing, Mar, because you look at this team, you look at the superstars, you still have Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, but you look at the defense. You got Dante Hightower. He's been hurt. He finally came back yesterday. You look on the outside, though. You have Gilmore from Buffalo. You have Malcolm Butler. Two of those those corners right there are solid, but the problem is you're not getting enough pressure on the quarterback. So guess what? Those cornerbacks are hung out to dry, and they've given up 300-yard passing games every game this season. And guess who you got coming next Thursday, this Thursday, actually? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Jameis Winston. Good luck. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> You like that, didn't Shannon, you? Shannon and Skip, I like. I used to like listening to them. I, I, you know, I think Shannon Shop is a really intelligent sports guy, and um, sometimes Skip Bayless, Skip Bayless. But they really upset me the other day. Now, I'm not a racist. I, I, you know, I don't want to say I'm not, you know, like my best friend is this, but I'm not a racist. But I, I march with Dr. King, so I'm not a racist. I, you know, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm for everybody, no matter who they are, what color they are. But to say that there is no opportunity, these NFL players are protesting because there's no opportunities in this country of blacks. That's 100 percent wrong. I mean, we had, we had a black president. We have black people in the in the media. We have black people making all kinds of money in sports, which that's wonderful. I'm happy for that. You know, there's no opportunities. You know, that that's that is wrong. That is not not right to say. You get a guy like I want to say, I, I don't want to say his name, but L.J. was from Cleveland. Um, LeBron James. I have no respect for that guy. I never had respect for them. Now I get even less respect for him because of what he call, calling the president a bum. Oh, that, you know this this guy needs to be put out of the out of the NBA as, as, as far as I'm concerned. You know, you know what the um, problem is these days, and and everybody can say whatever they want to because social media is is gone afoul. It's gone amok. Um, there's freedom of speech. So, you know, I guess you can say whatever you want to today. But, again, at the end of the day, there's also responsibility to that. So, when you say you that... Call, you don't call the president of the bomb. Whether you don't like the guy or not. Right. You know, it's still the, it's still the office, you know? I, I thought that, too. But I, I think it's because it's Donald Trump and because he's a reality star that everybody thinks they can basically call him whatever they want. So, I don't know. I, I feel like Trump should get off of Twitter because he sets himself up. With all this, I mean, I, I just get tired of the tweets. I mean, I, I just think, you know, the other day, Puerto Rico, those comments about him, you know, nobody wants to hear that crap. Nobody wants to hear what you think. They just want to hear, look, things are going to get better. Puerto Rico is in a, a state of disaster. We're going to do everything we can to uplift those people. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and, and as far as calling the, the players, SOB, you know, that wasn't referring, I forgot who said it, but referring to somebody's mother. Because um, because the point is, it's, a, it's like a, it's, I don't think even think people realize the meaning of the, the, the SOB word because it's a common expression. You know? So I don't think he, he was referring to anybody's mother when he, when he said, when he called these players SOBs. You know, and I, and and I think you know that's wrong. And um, um, you know, I don't blame. Uh, the, I don't watch football anyway. I only, I only watch the Patriots when I'm allowed to watch them. <laughs> and um, I'm telling you, embrace technology. 
Well, I don't want to embrace technology. I'm, I'm happy just watching the Patriots, but I, but, but I can go to the casino and watch the Patriots, you know? All right. Just don't gamble too much. And I get other people who are in Tom Brady jerseys sitting around me, you know? That's cool. It's always good. <laughs> so... so what, I, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, uh, although I wear I wear a throwback uh, um, uh, Patriots jersey when I go to the casino and watch the game, I wear I wear a John Hanna jersey. Yeah, I think he got. What did he get traded to? Uh, he was going to get traded for John Elway a long time ago. Wasn't that a uh-huh. yeah? Right, right. But I, but that's what I wear. I wear a John Hanna jersey when I when I. When I go watch the game at a, at a casino, one of the all-time greats in Patriots history. Absolutely. So anyway, what I'm, what I'm trying to say here is um, this whole nonsense about fist and kneeling and praying and I'm lost. This is this is all ridiculous. It's, it's, it's none of this none of this makes sense. And and the people that are going to leave the leave the uh, the games. I mean, first of all, the first thing that should happen. They need to get rid of Goodell. Well, look, that's overdue. Um, but he's never going to go anywhere. I mean, he should have been fired a long time ago with the way he handled the Ray Rice situation. I keep on going back to it. You don't bring the victim's wife up to New York with Ray Rice and interview them both. What do you think she's going to say? That's not how you handle domestic violence. Absolutely. And the way he handled the, the uh, Tom Brady situation was was a real just joke. It was. I agree. You know, I mean, him and you know, um, him and, uh, and 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 Bob Kraft were were very good friends. And Bob Kraft, as a friend, agreed to um, to, to to pay the fine and, and lose the draft choices. Because he was, they were friends. He still went behind Bob Kraft's back and 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 pulled that crap on on Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, I think Bob Kraft was definitely blindsided by it. But I think, look, when the NFL, you get in the NFL's crosshairs, eventually they're going to get you. Ezekiel Elliott, right now, he may be playing all these games, but eventually he's going to be suspended because the NFL well, has. Ezekiel Elliott should be suspended, and plus. He's not the player he was last year anyway, so it doesn't make any difference. You know, they're not going to lose anything by, by, by losing him. He's not focused. And, He's focused on girls, off of the pulling girls' shirts up and going into bars and getting into fights with people. Hey, I'm Dallas Cowboy running back. What am I going to do? I'm going to go ahead and make myself a target for the NFL and Roger Goodell. That's really smart. Yeah, right. Said so no, no one ever. Uh, he's, a, he's a disaster. They ought to get, you know, they need to get rid of him. And, and 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 Dak is not looking that good as far as I'm concerned, and um, um, and the only reason Cam Newton looked so good yesterday was because the Patriots have no pass defense. Very true. Are are you worried about them? Do you think they have a chance to lose to the Bucks on Thursday night? Um, uh, no, I don't think they'll lose to the Bucks, but I I, I don't think they're going to go very far this year. Really? Wow. Unless they get some uh, some help um, in, uh, on defense. Yeah. I mean, right now, I think the surprise of the AFC, somebody just whispered it, it's Buffalo. And I don't know how long that's going to last, but it's, yeah, right. a, it's a heck of a story. How long do you think is going to last as, uh, as the manager of the, uh, the coach of the, uh, of the Giants? Well, I mean, look, their offense is struggling. They got Brandon Marshall. He's about 200 years old. Uh, he's definitely shown it this year with him not being able to get separation. You got Odell Beckham Jr., who seems like every time he takes a hit, he's hurt. And you got Eli Manning that's regressed. Well, you got an offensive head coach. That's on the that's on the head coach. That's on the coaching there. So it's a great point. They're 0-4, and they could have won both of those games, and they lost them on field goals because they're not able to take advantage of opportunities, and they shoot themselves in the foot with their uh, special teams. So that's coaching, baby, and that's players, and they got to come out and – Show something. If not, somebody's gonna get fired. And, and by the way, I think Odell Beckham needs to needs to be fired too because that disgraceful thing he did last week. Oh, um, b- being a dog, really, yeah, disgraceful. Was really, was really disgraceful. Yeah, I agree. You know, I mean, that's really as as low as you can go. So you know, you know, these guys these guys come into the to the league 
and they're making so much money, they don't know how to handle it, and they're, and they're, and they're doing stupid things. And do I hear some music in the background? Yes, sir. Okay. This is Marv Cutler. Thanks for listening. Have a marvelous week. And ciao. And I love you. Enjoy. <laughs>